It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. The Thursday, August 12th edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you today by Heritage Insurance and Purposed Financial. Working together to serve you better. Coming up today, the 15th Annual Family First Radiothon. Just weeks away as we set out to better equip the dialysis unit at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital here in Moose Jaw. Brenda Nichols is a registered nurse and the manager of the local dialysis unit. In fact, she's been working for us and making life better for locals for 38 years. She knows her stuff and we'll visit with her today. COVID-19, we've got the latest, including vaccination clinics. There's one in Moose Jaw today. The local ESIP, Early Childhood Intervention Program, an organization that also makes life better in our community. They've got a fundraiser on this weekend. Stay tuned. We'll get the details from Nancy Rosness. 15 weeks of winning continues on CHAB. We've got highlights from this morning. Oh, we had some fun this morning. (laughs) All the highlights are on the way. And uh, somebody, somebody's going to win a patio party at Bugsy's Irish Pub in Moose Jaw tomorrow morning on 800 CHAB. It's exciting. All this and more coming up on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for 18-wheeler truck wash. Open seven days a week. Let the crew give your semi, RV, trailer, or farm equipment the best wash in Moose Jaw, 620 North Service Road. Good afternoon. I'm Daniel McElroy. It appears that all the schools in Moose Jaw will be back to normal this year with no COVID restrictions in sight. Those who are comfortable wearing masks are encouraged to do so, and according to Ryan Bowen, Director of Education with Prairie South School Division, they will be continuing to offer online classes throughout the year for those who are unsure about returning to school in person. Our students have missed out on a lot. I very much want our students to have a real quality education that has all parts intact, being connected with our with our teachers. You know, if that doesn't work for families, then the virtual school is an option for families that are not just quite comfortable with the return. Sports, music and all extracurricular activities will also be returning to pre-pandemic levels. Square One is a new initiative in the city of Moose Jaw focused on ending homelessness within the community. It's spearheaded by a number of organizations including the John Howard Society, Moose Jaw Food Bank, Journey to Hope and more. Their most recent fundraising campaign is called Stronger Together. Local artists Bill and Lorette Keene have sculpted and painted two metal trees and individuals, families or businesses can get their names engraved on the leaves of the trees for a small donation. Here's Lorette Keene. We wanted to make sure that everything that was donated went directly to Square One and stayed in Moose Jaw. This is, we didn't want it to go part here, part there. And we felt it was also important for people to get tax receipts. It's all coming together really, really good. So far, about 50 leaves have been sold, and there's nearly 160 in total. Della Ferguson, chair of the fundraising committee for the Square One community. This money will be focused on the My Place program that is currently being run by the John Howard Society. And it will be put towards mental health initiatives and helping support people literally start from square one in rebuilding their lives. 
the trees are currently on display at the Mosaic Art Gallery in the Moosejaw Cultural Center. You can learn how to donate your own leaf at discovermoosejaw.com. Giving elementary school students a chance to improve their sport skills, the Holy Trinity Catholic School Division has announced a partnership with Golden Ticket Sports, allowing students to attend basketball and volleyball academies in the morning before classes. The workshops at the former Hillcrest Sports Centre run two mornings a week for students in grades 5 and 6 and three mornings a week for students grades 7 and 8 and will include a bus ride to school afterwards. The program will not be replacing regular PA classes or other school sports. Director of Education for Holy Trinity, Ward Struby, says there has already been a lot of interest. With what we have right now, uh, Golden Ticket has let us know that both the morning program and our flex program at the high school will be going with the numbers that they have. So uh, we're excited to start uh, this year small and then really expand hopefully in the future. High school students will also be able to utilize the facility during the afternoon for a number of different programs. Moose Jaw's COVID-19 testing and assessment site will be moving to the South Hill Fire Hall at 750 Lillooet Street West as of August 13th. Drop-in testing will still be available Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. and booked appointments will be offered through Healthline 811 and physician referrals. The new facility is drive through testing, so the SHA is asking residents to stay in their vehicles when they arrive at the site. Visit discovermoosejaw.com for more details. There were 19 new cases of COVID-19 reported in Saskatchewan yesterday, along with 44 recoveries. 682 cases are considered active, and 21 of those are here in the south-central zone. 65 people are in the hospital, with 50 receiving inpatient care and 15 in the ICU. There will be a vaccine clinic at the Moose Jaw Exhibition Grounds today from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Both Pfizer and Moderna will be available for walk-ins or appointments. And finally, ranchers have endured a hot and dry summer, but they found a bit of relief this week as cooler temperatures brought in a bit of moisture. Rancher Tara Davidson says that while more rain is always appreciated, producers like her are especially happy with the turn. The last few days we've had a real break in the weather, so it hasn't been hasn't been hot, hasn't been windy, and we've really enjoyed that for sure because any day that it isn't incredibly hot and dry and windy has been a real win for us. It might not be raining, but at least it's not, you know, hot and dry like it has been. Davidson reminds ranchers and farmers to reach out for help as they go through tough times like this summer. You can reach the farm stress line 24 hours a day by calling 1-800-667-4442. Do you have a story to share? Click Submit News at discovermoosejaw.com. And now your Golden West Radio Money Scope with Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 60 points. The Dow Jones is down 56 points. The NASDAQ is up 9 points. And the Canadian dollar is down to 79.86 cents U.S. China is dismissing Canada's protests of the sentence handed down to Canadian Michael Spavor and the ongoing detention of Michael Kovrig. The Chinese foreign ministry denied that the two were arbitrarily detained and says their rights were fully protected. It is accusing Canada of using megaphone diplomacy to rally its allies to pressure China. Support is growing across the country for vaccine passports. Ottawa will launch one this fall for international travel, and Quebec is getting ready to introduce its own for those who want to attend public events, go to a gym, restaurant, or bar. Meanwhile, Winnipeg Jets fans who want to go to home games will have to be fully vaccinated for COVID-19. 
Eight people are missing and presumed dead after a helicopter carrying tourists plunged into a deep volcanic crater lake on Russia's Kamchatka Peninsula. Rescue teams searched the lake until dark and believe the missing people likely got trapped in the sunken helicopter and died. And Hudson's Bay Company is dividing its e-commerce and in-person shopping businesses. CEO Richard Baker says the launch of an expanded online market earlier this year set in motion a rapid expansion of its online business, positioning the company to gain a significant market share. And that is a look at your national news. I'm Derek Craddock. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. Local men's fastball action. The Moose Jaw Canadians beat the Little Black Bear Blues 5-4 in Regina last night. So the Canadians 6-6-1 going into the playoffs. We are hoping to see a postseason schedule before the end of the week. Chances are we'll see some playoff fastball on Memorial Field next week. The Moose Jaw Giants finished second in the league this season with an 8-2-2 record. Another hole-in-one at the Lindbrook Golf and Country Club. Uh, their 10th hole-in-one of the year. It happened yesterday. Marshall Petrovitz used his 9-iron to ace hole number 5. Way to go, Marshall. George Springer went deep twice. Teoscar Hernandez hit a grand slam. It was a 5-run 5th inning, and that blew the game open as the Blue Jays beat the Los Angeles Angels 10-2. The Angels and the Jays finish up their four-game series tonight. Toronto has won 12 for the last 14 games. They're now just two and a half games back of the American League's second wild-card spot heading into tonight's game in L.A. Tiger star Miguel Cabrera, my favorite player, needs one more home run to reach the 500 mark heading into the late afternoon game in Baltimore today. The 38-year-old slugger hit his 499th career homer last night at Camden Yards. And week two of the CFL regular season gets underway tonight. The Calgary Stampeders hosting B.C. Both teams drop their season openers. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders look to improve to 2-0 when they host Hamilton on Saturday night. And a reminder, that game doesn't start till 8 o'clock. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Yeah, a little cooler than normal and a little breezy out there today, but uh, not quite as breezy as yesterday. Just check the peak wind gust from yesterday. 78 kilometers per hour. Wow. Sunny today, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, the high 22. Clear tonight, the low 7. Tomorrow, sunshine, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, around noon the high 26 weekend sunny and hot 37 on saturday 35 for no 36 now for sunday so sunny and 37 saturday sunny and 36 on sunday monday it makes a sunny cloud with a high of 32 yesterday's high for moose jaw reached 27 normal high at this time of year is 26 normal low 11 the record high 37 degrees set in 1965 record low two in 1964 Sun came up at 547 and goes down before 830 now, 828 tonight. This hour, Moose Jaw, sunny, breezy, 18, Regina, 17, Assiniboia, Gravelberg, 19, Rockland, Coronac, 19, Swift Current, 19, Elbow, 17, David Sawatra, 16, once again, Assiniboia, 19, Regina, 17. And with the wind northwest at 44 and the relative humidity at 42%, it's 18 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner for Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. 
Not much rain will be occurring in Saskatchewan until early next week, and a big warming trend is expected this weekend. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. Temperatures this morning still mild to coolish across a fair amount of the region, but as we go forward through the afternoon Friday going into Monday, will be quite warm to hot. In fact, temperatures will likely become uncomfortably warm across a big part of the region. That's going to be in contrast contrast to temperatures this morning that were in the upper single digits to lower teens. A very cool morning across the region today, kind of hinting at the seasonal changes that are yet to come. We do expect another cool morning tomorrow with temperatures in the middle and upper single digits. No frost is expected across the area. The winds that have been rather strong the last 24 hours and overnight will lighten up from west to east fairly quickly as we go forward through the day today. So we'll see lighter wind speeds, more sunshine and a better opportunity for a little bit of a warm-up. Today's temperatures will be in the 20s with a few upper teens off to the northeast. Tomorrow morning, we'll see the temperatures bottom out again in some upper single digits and teens, but then a big warming trend is expected to occur, and temperatures will soar back into the 30s as we get into the heart of the weekend, and some of the heat will already begin on Friday afternoon in the west and south. Temperature extremes over the weekend will likely get into the range of 33 to 37 degrees, and it would not surprise me at all to see a handful of locations in the drier areas in the southwest getting up into the 37 to 40 degree range. Not very many areas will get that hot, but there will certainly be an opportunity for some of that to occur, and it'll be Sunday as well as Saturday afternoon that we'll see some of that excessive heat. On Monday, the heat will continue, but we do have a low pressure system that will be moving into the western part of the region with a trailing cool front, and that should help to start bringing temperatures downward. That that system on be followed by two or three days of unsettled weather across the province and the prairies in general. And we will see an opportunity for rain and thunderstorms to begin to occur. There will be some strong wind speeds, though, that will occur at times during that period. And the rainfall potential will be greatest probably in Manitoba and southeastern Saskatchewan rather than in other areas to the west. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original flex draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the Macdon FT2 Flex Draper. Parrish and Heinbecker Moose Jaw, focused on the value, delivery options, and payment terms that fit your operation. This is Aiden McBride, customer service rep for Moose Jaw's Parrish and Heinbecker. Let's discuss the fertilizer market, chemical supply market for the rest of this year, and what next year might look like to make sure your operation is covered. So give me a call to discuss any of your needs or concerns at 306-693-2977. Count on experience. Count on expertise. Count on Parrish and Heinbecker. Moving tradition forward. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Roll report for Tip Top Roofing, serving Moose Jaw for over 30 years. Call Tip Top Roofing today for your free estimate and 10% off, 631-5975. New material on the road report today. 
Curb Repair. Monk Avenue between Oxford and Hall Street. Careful there. Hastings Street. Curb Repair between 10th and 11th Avenue Southwest. Other than that, I think you know about all the detours locally. Cast Iron Water Main Replacement continues over on Caribou West. Still working over on Elsom Street on the southeast side. And Diefenbaker Drive getting fresh pavement this week. From Thatcher to Lancaster Road. Trouble in traffic anytime. You can alert us on the Moose Jaw RV and Marine contest or text line. 693-8000. Now, today's Paul Martin Commentary. Next Monday marks 25 years since the passing of an icon in this province's business community. Raj Manik was not a big business owner, but his influence was felt in every corner of the province. He was a provincial government employee working from the Economic Development Department's Saskatoon office. His specialty was helping fledgling entrepreneurs find their legs, and that included some notable figures, individuals such as Jim Scarf from Purdue, who later built a business that served markets across the continent. Well, Manic died suddenly and left a hole in the business community, one so noticeable, the community itself rallied together to create a fund in his name to support mentorship. Now, a quarter century later, that trust continues to operate with locations across Saskatchewan and Alberta, with an annual dinner in Saskatoon as its primary event. This year, Jeff Sanquist, an executive for Microsoft who grew up in Estevan, will be the featured presenter. But next week, the city of Saskatoon will mark Raj's memory by raising a flag at City Hall in his honor on Monday. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Mondays are special at Moose Jaw's Hillcrest Golf Club. You can play 18 holes for just $48, and that includes your power card. The Monday special every Monday, including holidays. For more information and to book your tee time, call the Hillcrest, 693-1921. Come to Church in the Park with Church of God Moose Jaw. On August 22nd, everyone is invited to the Crescent Park Amphitheater for one morning service at 10. Enjoy lively music, an inspiring message, and activities for the kids. Food trucks will also be on site. For more info, visit mjcog.com. 800 CHAB and Global Ag Risk Solutions bring you Farm It Forward. Check out discovermoosejaw.com. Tell us a bit about your farm operation, share a picture, and enter to win a free meal for your crew from onestopeats.ca. Then farm it forward. You get to pick another area producer to win a free meal too. That was really, really good. The grand prize from Parrish and Heimbecker, $1,000 of Express SG from FMC, will be given away September 7th during a special edition of The Heartland at Noon. Farm It Forward is brought to you by JGL Livestock, Factory Optical, Parrish and Heimbecker, and 800 CHAB. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Week 12 wraps up tomorrow, and then we just got three more weeks. 15 weeks of winning, 15 prizes, and a ton of fun along the way. You listen to CHAB to the morning show every weekday morning, Monday through Thursday, just after 8 o'clock, for your chance to qualify and win. Then every Friday, we give away a grand prize. And this time around, it was uh, it was the most popular prize last year on 15 weeks of winning. A patio party for six people from Bugsy's Irish Pub, valued at $500. 
I know the guy who won it last year. They had a pretty good time there. <laughs> For 500 bucks, you can get a lot of food and beverages at Bugsy's Irish Pub. 15 weeks of winning, all brought to you by Fable Transport, Hillside Smoke and Q, Iron Style House, Bounce A Lot Inflatables, Tristan's Treats, and of course, Bugsy's Irish Pub. So our final qualifier of the week uh, this morning, it uh, again took a little bit of work, but boy, do we have some fun. You know, you might have seen the story on Discover Moose Job about the local guy winning the lottery. 411 grand on the Lotto Max, that lucky dog. You know, a long-term study has found 95% of people who win big money in a lottery will do this. What is it? Good morning. Is it spend it all? No, but that's a great guess, Lonnie. Okay, thanks. <laughs> CHAB, good morning. Good morning, Rob. Uh, buy a new car. No. That's not it. Although I bet you that number's pretty similar. Thanks for trying. Try again. It's, uh, yeah, it's not buy a new car. It's not spend it all. C-H-A-B, good morning. Do they get into financial problems? No. Okay. Thank you. C-H-A-B, good morning. Uh, is it keep their job? No. Another good guess. C-H-A-B, good morning. Long-term study found 95% of people who win big money in a lottery will do this. What is it? Help their family? Uh, well, no. <laughs> but you would hope so, right? C-H-A-B, good morning. Get married. No. <laughs> That'd be a mistake, wouldn't it? C-H-A-B, good morning. Good morning. All right, long-term study. 95% of people who win big money in a lottery will do this. What is it? Pay off their house. No, that's a good guess, too, though. Um, let's uh, give you a hint here. It's uh, it's health-related, okay? C-H-A-B, good morning. 95% of people who win big money in a lottery will do this, and it's it's health-related. Go on a trip? No, no, health-related. C-H-A-B, good morning. Go on a diet. No, but we're in, we're in the area here. C-H-A-B, good morning. Uh, cosmetology, dentist, hairdos, and stuff like that. <laughs> That's five guesses, and no to all of them. C-H-A-B, good morning. Get a personal chef. Um, we're, we're really right in the neighborhood right now. They'll eat a lot of spinach and grow organic garden. <laughs> no. C-H-A-B, good morning. Good morning. Long-term Join study. the gym? No. No, it's the, okay. op- the opposite. C-H-A-B, good morning. How about getting breast implants? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I would. <laughs> uh, thanks, Rob. Yeah, thanks. Weight loss? No. Good try. Let me give you a real good hint now. Long-term study found 95% of people who win big money in a lottery will do this. Weight loss? No. It's the opposite of weight loss. C-H-A-B, good morning. Get fat? Yes, get fat. Yeah, long-term study found 95% of people who win big money in the lottery will gain weight. All right. <laughs> Who's this? Diane. Hey, Diane, you're a winner. You got yourself uh, cold brew coffee from Tim Hortons, and you're in the running now for the big patio party for six from Bugsy's Irish Pub. I hope you win tomorrow. Thank you. I told you we had some fun this morning. <laughs> Uh, I just counted there. There were, uh, well, actually, I, I edited a couple out from this morning as well, uh, just, uh, you know, because we didn't have a whole lot of, t- but grand total, we had 19 guesses this morning.
on 15 weeks of winning. That's where the fun comes in. So tomorrow, somebody is going to win that patio party for six, valued at $500 from Bugsy's Irish Pub. 15 weeks of winning, 15 weeks, 15 prizes, and a ton of fun along the way on 800-CHAB. So uh, COVID update, 21 active cases in the local South Central Zone as of today, which is down by one case from yesterday. 682 cases across the province, and that's up from 634 yesterday. So it's still out there, and 65 people are hospitalized right now. Vaccine, anyone? It's available, and it's available today. If you have yet to get your first dose, of course, it's recommended that we all get two doses. You can get a dose today. First or second, Moose Jaw Exhibition Convention Center, the uh, walk-in clinic, and you could get an appointment for this one, too. Uh, Started at 10 and continues through 6 p.m., okay? So Moose Jaw Exhibition Convention Center, if you're looking for your first or second dose of Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, you can get it today, Moose Jaw Exhibition Convention Center. Saturday, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine will again be available locally at Moose Jaw's Farmer's Market, the Waccamaw Valley Farmer's Market this time around from 9 till noon. That's on Saturday, okay? And the vaccine clinics will continue next week in Moose Jaw as well. But those are the uh, the, the two that are upcoming. Well, one is underway, of course, today at the Moose Jaw Exhibition Convention Center. Ran out of breath there. Okay, 15th annual. 800 CHAB Family First Radio Thought. Coming right up in just a few weeks. It'll be back for its 15th year. We'll be broadcasting live for 36 hours. Center Court, Town and Country Mall, the Family First Radio Thon, with, I think, a reachable goal of $125,000 this year for much needed dialysis, uh, dialysis equipment at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. It's my pleasure to welcome to the program today via telephone and uh, most certainly safely socially distanced today, local registered nurse Brendan Nichols, who's the manager of the Women's Health Unit, manager of pediatrics, and the manager of the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital right here in Moose Jaw. Well, let's start with you, Brenda Nichols, uh, registered okay. nurse and, and, and manager of uh, Women's Health, Pediatrics, and Dialysis, mm-hmm. 38 years as a registered nurse, uh, and in, in Moose Jaw for 38 years, right? Correct, yep, right, yep. Wow. Where'd you grow up? Where did I grow up? Yeah. Actually, in a small town by Yorkton, out by Yorkton. The town was called Good Eve. I, I was a farm between uh, Good Eve and Ituna. Okay. Okay. And Mm -hmm. and what inspired you to uh, get into nursing? Just something I always wanted to do. I just, I guess, you know, it's like you kind of have an idea in your head. And and uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I actually wanted to be a lab tech, and didn't go into nursing. Didn't go into school until I was actually married and um, decided to go back to school. So went back to school, had a baby, continued on school, and um, had another baby, and then decided to, in 99, I actually went back and got my degree. So I started off with a diploma, and then I ended up in 99 with a degree, working full-time and having kids. Okay, gotcha. And where did you take your schooling? Where? Medicine Hat. Okay. Gotcha. And what brought you to Moose Jaw? job. 
That was a long time ago. Yeah, 1983, uh, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and you stayed. Moose Jaw is a pretty good place to, to yeah. work and, and raise a family, yeah. right? Right, right. I started at the Providence Hospital. So kind of have hit all the hospitals in Moose Jaw. Providence Hospital, then the, the Union, and then from the Union to the new place. Wow. And how's life been uh, for you at uh, the new Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital? It's been good. It's been good. Yeah, it's nice to work in a new building. Yeah, and from what I understand, uh, a lot more functional than the old Union Hospital. Correct, yeah. So 38 years later, what keeps you working? I mean, you could have retired eight years ago, you could have retired three years ago and had a pretty good pension, right? Right, right. Oh, I just, I like to. I like to work. I like to be with the people. It's kind of being with people that really makes you want to stay, both staff and patients. Now, your hands are certainly full as the manager of three areas, women's health, pediatrics, and the dialysis unit. That'll keep you busy. Correct. All kind of three different areas. Tell me about the dialysis unit. Uh, of course, we're raising money for the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital uh, with the Family First Radiothon, which is, of course, coming up September 9th and 10th, Center Court, Town & Country Mall. Um, we need to uh, we need to get a new Broda chair, a ceiling lift chair, a transonic monitor, uh, medical fridge, medical freezer, and uh, we're hoping to raise enough money to buy all of those things. Um, tell us about day-to-day life at the dialysis unit. From what I understand, uh, we've got about 30, 35 patients uh, coming in and out regularly, like right now? Correct. They, we, have, we have a run. We call it a run um, twice a day. Of, we can have up to nine patients each run. So we have a morning run and an afternoon run. So the maximum we can support is nine patients each shift or each run. Um, sometimes we ha- have a few less. Some people have appointments, and sometimes, and right now we have a few openings, like a few spots for new patients. And but on the average, we do nine patients a day, okay. uh, nine a morning, a run. Okay, gotcha. Um, and convenient now for local people. I, I mean, you said you started at the old Providence Hospital, moved to the Union Hospital, and, and now the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Uh, I, it has been several years, but it doesn't seem like that long ago. I, I mean, I remember one of my old friends uh, having to drive in and out of Regina to get dialysis, uh, and that is over 20 years ago. But, but it wasn't that long ago that we had local people who had to travel to Saskatoon and Regina. Correct. Um, I think we started in 2006, and prior to that... Uh, people had to right drive. I think the, when I was looking back, I think the farthest we've had somebody come from, even coming to Mushta, is from Wood Mountain. So we do a very quite a big area we can, um, and yeah, they had to. And still, some people still have to come drive to Regina from Mushta if we don't have any spots. Like we try to accommodate some. Like our patients have an average go between three to four treatments a week. And if we can't support them, we try and get them at least in for two here, and then they have to drive to Regina for treatment. Okay. So, For, for those listeners who don't know, dialysis, uh, a treatment for kidneys, uh, people with kidney problems, kidney failure, uh, and the treatment uh, rids their bodies of unwanted toxins and waste products and excess fluids by, by filtering uh, your blood. 
So these are people whose kidneys are, are not functioning properly and in some cases uh, not functioning at all, right? Correct. It's actually not at all. Yeah. They're not functioning at all. So they need to have the machines, the, the treatments to get rid of all those toxins and wastes. And from what I understand, uh, you work with people uh, to help them uh, live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, from well, lifestyle to diet to, to work and, and play, it all comes in. It all comes into play, right? Correct. We have dietitians that um, will come and we have to come and speak to the patients while they're in on th- in therapy, talking about their diets. What's what's better for them to eat, what not, and also pharmacists come in and discuss their medications. Yeah, so education. Along with the nurses. Yeah. Ed- education's a big part of it, right? Correct, yeah. Brendan Nichols, registered nurse at the Moose Jaw, Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. She's in charge of the dialysis unit, and that's what we'll be raising the money for at the Family First Radiothon next month uh, at the uh, Town and Country Mall. 36 hours on the radio, hoping to raise $125,000. We'll have more uh, with Brenda Nichols on the Heartland at Noon after this time out. Every season, pulse growers rely on proper use of pre-harvest glyphosate to manage their crops. But misusing glyphosate risks both your investment and Canada's international reputation. Saskatchewan Pulse Growers and Pulse Canada want to remind you to only apply pre-harvest glyphosate for weed control when grain moisture content is less than 30% in the least mature part of the field. To prevent unacceptable residues in harvested grain, ensure you're using pre-harvest glyphosate correctly. Visit keepitclean.ca slash pulses to learn more. This is Jordan with Assiniboia Livestock. We had our first pre-sort for the fall run on August 10th. 400 to 500 pound steers sold from 223 to 250. 600 to 650 pound steers sold from 185 to 2 dollars. 650 to 700 pound steers sold from 202 to 212. 700 to 800 pound steers sold from 199 to 213. 800 to 900 pound steers sold from 196 to 201. And over 900 pound steers sold from 181 to 191. The heifers are 30 cents back from the steers. We also had a regular cow and bull sale on August 11th. Cows have come down a few cents from our last sale. Bulls are holding steady. D1 and D2 cows sold from 74 to 82 cents. D3 cows sold from 59 to 73 cents. Canna cows sold from 38 to 49 cents. And slaughter bulls sold from 110 to 119. Our next sale is a pre-sort all-breed calf and yearling sale on August 24th and a regular cow and bull sale on August 25th. Call to book your cattle in today at 642-5358. Have a great ratching day. You're listening to 800 CHAB, along with us at the Moose District Chamber of Commerce. Hi, I'm Heather Bergdahl, Office Administrator, reminding you about the economic impact of shopping local. Just a 10% increase makes a huge difference. Please shop local. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Brenda Nichols is our guest uh, on the Heartland at Noon. She is looking forward to uh, the Family First Radiothon. Coming up on September 9th and 10th this year, Town and Country Mall Center Court. We're raising money for the dialysis unit uh, at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Brenda Nichols, a registered nurse and in charge, the manager of the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Let's talk about the, uh, the equipment that we need, the equipment that's been identified that we need, starting with the Broda chair. What is that? A Broda chair is a it's a bigger chair, which um, it's just bigger and it's just more um, movable. Like it has, it's wider, it's tall, longer. So, for 
for people that are taller or wider, it just fits a little better. So more comfortable for patients and probably easier to move around for staff. Right, right. I think ceiling lift chair explains itself, really, but uh, can you you expand on that? Well, some of our patients uh, are unable to walk, and so we need the lift to help them into their chairs. They come by a wheelchair, so using the lift, it's safer for the patients and it's safer for the nurses to actually lift the patient into their um, dialysis chair. And the transonic monitor, expand on that. That is a monitor that measures the blood flow in the patient's fistula. And the fistula is where the the needle uh, will be inserted into the patient. And that's how the the machine works through the, it kind of cleans the blood. And this will measure the blood, how the blood is flowing through that fistula. Right now, patients, when they have to have it measured, they have to go to Regina to have it done. So they have to spend the time. to. We try to make arrangements that they'll have their treatment in Regina, but it's still the point they have to go to Regina and have, their, have that done. Having it here, we can just do it here. So it saves for the patient. Wonderful. The travel time, yeah. The 15th Annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon set for September. September 9th and 10th, uh, and we'll be looking for uh, your donations to the Family First Radiothon to help us uh, buy that equipment to keep people healthy here uh, in the city of Moose Jaw. And like you said, we've had patients as far away as Wood Mountain, so Moose Jaw and area, uh, it all comes into play. So uh, 36 hours on the radio starting at 6 a.m. on September 9th, and we'll, uh, we'll again be looking for, for your donations. Anything else that uh, you'd like to add today, Brenda? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's a really good unit we have. It's our patients, they've become families. We've had some patients that have been on treatments for as long as 11 years. Um, and, and it's a nice little family. The nurses know the patients, the patients get to know everybody because they're there three to four times a week. So it's a nice unit. Yeah. And we should point out that dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital operates six days a week, right? Correct, right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's open every day except Sunday and Christmas Day. We're actually closed on Christmas Day. Brenda Nichols, thank you very much for this. Uh, We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you at the Radiothon. Yes, we will. How about that? 38 years she's been uh, serving the people in Moose Jaw and area. Brenda Nichols, registered nurse in charge of the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital in need of that new equipment. We're looking to raise $125,000 on the Family First Radiothon, September 9th and 10th. You know, within Canada, 1 in 10 residents have kidney disease. 50,000 are treated each year for kidney failure, and kidney disease is the 10th leading cause of death in Canada. The 800-CHAB Family First Radiothon, set for September 9th and 10th, Center Court, Town and Country Mall. And we've already got a head start, you know, if you'll recall. uh, The first donation uh, was given back in June uh, with the Moose Jaw ACT-UCT. They donated $8,000 back in mid-June to get us kick-started. The Moose Jaw ACT-UCT, also the first donor last year at the Radiothon, with another $8,000. So our thanks to those great people at ACT-UCT here in Moose Jaw and area. We'll take a time out. Still lots more to come on the Heartland at Noon on CHAB, including breaking news out of Ottawa next. Class is in session. 
Time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 CHAB. The average song to hit the charts today is about 3 minutes and 30 seconds long, with only 6% of songs being shorter than 2.5 minutes, which was the average song length back in 1960. There were, however, a few songs to hit number 1 on the charts that were significantly shorter. The Box Tops, The Letter, reached number 1 in 1967, despite only being a minute and 55 seconds long. Elvis Presley's Teddy Bear was only a minute 46 and hit number 1 back in 1946, and the shortest song to reach the number Number one spot in the U.S., Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs stay in 1959, which was a minute and 37 seconds long. The longest song to reach number one, Guns N' Roses' November Rain, clocking in at just under nine minutes. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by... Pastimes Antique Style Photography and Gift Shop. Gifts galore from ceiling to floor. Moose Jaw. Heritage Insurance. Taking the hassle out of buying insurance, guaranteed. Heritageinsurance.ca. Constable Automotive. A three-generation family business trusted for over 70 years. And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Mainly sunny today and the wind northwest gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of 22. Sunny on Friday, wind northwest gusting to 40 kilometers an hour near noon and a high of 26. Saturday, sunny and a high of 37. Sunny on Sunday and a high of 36. And Monday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 32. For complete online weather anytime, click on discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Haley Shirky. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Yes, just in on the wire, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is intending to visit Governor General Mary Simon on Sunday and ask her to dissolve Parliament, and that will trigger a federal election. The expectation is the election would take place September the 20th. The plan was confirmed by a senior Liberal Party of Canada source speaking on the condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to discuss these matters publicly. There has been speculation about a coming election for months, but the exact timing has been up in the air, given the unpredictable nature of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Chief Public Health Officer Dr. Teresa Tam has said Canada is now in the midst of a fourth wave of COVID-19, being driven by the troublesome Delta variant. But Dr. Tam declined to say whether she would advise against holding a federal election now, but said she expects all campaigns would follow local health rules. Again, just in from Ottawa, Prime Minister Trudeau is intending to visit the Governor General on Sunday, asking her to dissolve Parliament, which would trigger an election. The Canadian press telling us speculation is it'll be September the 20th. Now that would trigger an election for the next mayor of Moose Jaw. Of course, Fraser Tomey has been elected as uh, um, the Conservative Party of candidate here in uh, the local Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding uh, and has said he would continue to serve as mayor. I do believe he said he would continue to serve as mayor until an election was called and then he would have to focus on the campaign, right? So then that would trigger a by-election 
for uh, the mayoral seat here in Moose Jaw. And there's already some scuttlebutt on social media about who might be the next mayor in Moose Jaw. Uh, nobody's saying I'm running yet, but uh, there's some talk. In fact, uh, an outspoken former city councillor uh, on social media uh, triggered some of that talk earlier this week. And I'll have that story coming up on my daily commentary just before 1 o'clock. Okay. Uh, oh, the fundraiser. ESIP Early Childhood Intervention Program has a fundraiser, and they'd love to see you there this weekend. Our Tegan Whitco has more. Nancy Rossness with South Central ESIP is joining us on the phone. Nancy, I know last time we spoke you were looking for some board members. Y'all filled up now? I am. I have a whole brand new team of exciting, dynamic, go-getting board members. I think we're going to make some, you know, some really good, progress here in the next little bit. Well, that's very exciting to hear. And uh, I, I know you cover a large area here in southern Saskatchewan. Remind us what it is ESIP does. So the Early Childhood Intervention Program, or ESIP as we call ourselves for short, um, we provide home and community-based services to families with children um, ages birth to school age or age six um, that have any sort of developmental delay or diagnosed delay. And throughout the pandemic, Nancy, you folks did have to, you know, go to a more virtual setting in some aspects. Are you back to business as usual or are you still kind of keeping some of those protocols in place? I think moving forward, the pandemic has shown us that we're able to kind of shift our services and do a combination. Primarily before the pandemic, we were a home-based service. We would go right into the family's homes and provide services right in the home. Um, The pandemic, of course, made everybody do a little bit of a switch around and figure out the best way to provide services during a pandemic. So we were doing, you know, virtual services via Zoom or Google Duo, that type of a thing. We did a lot of phone calls. And um, now since October, we are able to move into having visits in our office. We're not quite back into the home yet. We just want to make sure that all protocols and pandemic, you know, priorities and everybody is stays safe families and our staff. So we are seeing families in the office. That is going great. And moving forward after the pandemic is declared over or we've all learned to live with the way the world's going to be, I guess you could say, I think we'll continue with a hybrid of services. It just seems to work well. So especially with our winters and we have, as you said, a large area that we cover. So wintertime when we have a lot of, you know, unpredictable weather, if we have a visit booked way down south and a snowstorm rolls in, we'll just, you know, roll with the punches and we'll do a virtual visit. At least you found a way to adapt, which could obviously help down the road. So that that's exciting to hear. For sure. It's been awesome. And I understand you folks do receive some funding from the Saskatchewan Ministry of Education, but you do also host fundraisers. Amid the pandemic, a little more tricky, but it sounds like you have your first big fundraiser coming up this weekend, right? We do. We're so excited to get back out and do interacting with people, fundraising type of, of events. Um, one of our board directors brought forth the idea of partnering with Squirrely Putt and Play out at Buffalo Pound Provincial Park to do a fundraiser. Uh, Squirrely Putt and Play was on board with it, and Mini Golf for ESOP was created. That's fantastic. So Sunday, August 15th is the date. Uh, give us the other details. If someone wants to go, what do, what do we need to know? You really just don't need to know a whole lot of anything. You just get a group of family or friends together, show up out at Buffalo Pound at Screwly Putt and Play, 
uh, pay your admission and go have fun playing golf. A portion of all the admission costs will come directly to ESIP. Um, yeah, and that's about it. We'll have some of our board members will be on site, staff will be on site. I'll be out there for a portion of the day, and just come on out and have fun. Have it's a way for families just to get out and relax. It's you know summer's ending, school's going to be getting back into swing here pretty quick. Kind of one of those last events this summer where you can just come hang out and enjoy the afternoon. And it's very reasonably priced too, Nancy. Yeah, um, the cost is six dollars for adults, five dollars for ages six to twelve, and five and under will be free. So yeah, it'll be great. Anybody who can't make it out um, for the day, but they would like to, you know, donate to the ESIP fundraiser, they can either give me a call here at the office or shoot me an email, and we can arrange a donation that way as well. Wonderful. And as the world slowly but surely returns to normal or a new normal, do you folks have anything else? New planned? normal. Yeah, new normal. Do you guys have any other fundraisers planned down the road? Um, I'm sure we'll have something up and coming. We're, like I said, our board is just brand new here. We've only had, we've only met a handful of times, but I'm sure they are going to have some great things on the horizon, and we'll just see what they come up with. Well, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that you guys can bring back that <laughs> Halloween fundraiser. Oh, that was a big venture. I don't know if we might be up for that this year, but we'll have to see the future. <laughs> well, again, in, in the world we're living in right now, we kind of have to take it, you know, day by day, week by week, month by month. Exactly, so. yeah. Well, we wish you all the best with your big fundraiser this weekend. I hope it is a smashing success, as I'm sure it will be, and be sure to keep us posted on any future events. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Good stuff from the Early Childhood Intervention Program and Nancy Rosness. That story's in the news section on discovermoosejaw.com right now, as a matter of fact, if you'd like details. We'll take a time out. More to come. Heartland at noon on CHAB. 800 CHAB. Connecting the community. Hi, I'm Melanie Palloud with the Moose Jaw Girl Guides, and I am one of the guide leaders this year. Our Moose Jaw Girl Guides are actively looking for volunteers for all of our age groups. Um, and as a volunteer, you basically come up with the programming for girls to have between an hour to a two-hour meeting once, once a week or every, once every two weeks. We do have a Facebook page called the Moose Jaw Girl Guides. So they could reach out to us on there or they could give me a call directly at 306-631-5428. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Ottawa Real Estate. Renew your plates quickly and conveniently at mjplates.ca. Locally owned and operated in Moose Jaw since 1910. Minute muffler, brake and wheel. For complete automotive service and maintenance, call or book online at mjminute.ca. Corner of High Street and 2nd Avenue Northwest. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Hey, just a reminder, tickets are on sale now. What a great idea this would be for an outing. Date night, family night, family day, whatever. Great idea to reward your staff, and I know uh, a lot of them, we haven't gotten together here as a, as a staff for over a year and a half so we're uh, looking forward to doing that again at some point this fall. Hey, how about how about Homestand 21 at Roswell's Park Saturday, August 28th? 
It'll be a wonderful evening. Starts late in the afternoon. It's going to be a great show. Five bands for 59 bucks a ticket. Casey and Clayton, Nice Horse, J.J. Shiplett, Dustin Bentall, and Barney Bentall on the Caribou Express. It'll be an unforgettable evening. And proceeds going to um, mental health initiatives with the Prairie South School Division and the beautification of Roswell's Park. And that's what Barney Bentall and the Caribou Express are all about. You can get tickets today at moosejawculture.ca or at the box office at the Moose Jaw Cultural Center. And Barney Bantall will tell us all about the Caribou Express and a whole lot more tomorrow, a special edition of the Heartland at Noon right here on CHAB. So please don't miss it. You're going to enjoy our visit. Barney Bentall on the Heartland at Noon tomorrow. This is brought to you by Purpose Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. Moose Jaw Shrine Club posting on Facebook last night. Three more sleeps until the next segment of our virtual children's festival at 10 a.m. on Saturday. So update, that's now just two more sleeps. They're urging all of us to get our uh, children and grandchildren registered because they could win prizes from some great sponsors. It's the Moose Jaw Shrine Club's Virtual Children's Festival. The next segment runs Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. The kids will have a lot of fun with it. It's all on the computer. It's all on the Moose Jaw Shrine Club's Facebook page. The Shrine Club sharing some behind-the-scenes shots from their filming of the Children's Festival on their Facebook page today. And that's where you go to get registered, all right? Moose Jaw Shrine Club's Virtual Children's Festival, continuing Saturday at 10 a.m. That's something good. Brought to you by Purpose Financial. If you have something good to share, let us know. You can text the Moose Jaw RVM Marine text line at 693-8000. You can send me an email, 800-CHAB at discovermoosejaw.com. Hey, you just heard Melanie Pelode on our Connecting the Community uh, feature. Like most local organizations, the local girl guides had to take a step back during the pandemic, but they're getting back to the new normal and looking for locals to get involved. Our Tegan Whitco with Melanie Palau. Melanie, so I understand the local chapter of Girl Guides are in need of volunteers. Uh, first, can you tell us a little bit about what you do and, and why you love volunteering with Girl Guides? Um, we run a program for girls where um, they get to do new things and new experiences and kind of empower them to be the women that they're meant to be. Um, and as a volunteer, you basically come up with a programming um, for girls to have between an hour to a two-hour meeting once, once a week or every, once every two weeks. And just the girls come out, have fun, and it's a great time. So it's really not that lengthy of a time commitment is what I'm understanding here, Melanie. Um, no, it's so you, you do have, some leaders will need to do um, some extra programming for maybe an hour or two hours um, every week. And then the actual time commitment of meeting with the girls, if you would just like to commit to being a leader that's just the one that's there, um, it's, yes, between an hour to two hours, depending on what age level you're with. And so what are the age groups that the Girl Guides work with? Um, we work with Sparks, which is ages 5 to 6, Brownies, ages 7 and 8, Guides is 9 to 11, and Pathfinders is 12 to 14, and Rangers is 15 and up. Melanie, what keeps you volunteering with the Girl Guides? Why do you enjoy it? Um, uh, my favorite thing is selling Girl Guide cookies, and I love the camping and sleepover experiences with the girls. 
Okay, yeah. No, those Girl Guide cookies should be enough to get you some volunteers, I think. Yes, and we will have some for sale come October. Um, with COVID and everything, things got pushed back, so our chocolate and vanilla sandwich cookies will be available in October this year. I think the one everybody always waits for, at least I do, uh, the mint ones. Those are by... The mint? The mint are usually our fall cookie, but this year um, the other ones were pushed back, so... We're thinking the mint is going to be in the spring, or yeah, in the spring, but we have we don't have confirmation yet. Well, good things come to those who wait, I suppose, eh? Yes. <laughs> so, are there any specific requirements that are needed in order to get involved with Girl Guides on, on a volunteer level? Um, no, they, they do have to get a background check done um, with the police department, and um, that's pretty much it. You just come out and meet us, and it'll be wonderful. Awesome. So we talked a little bit about the time commitment and what's expected, um, the requirements that are necessary. Now, how would we go about getting in touch to become a volunteer? Uh, We do have a Facebook page called the Moose Jaw Girl Guys. So they could reach out to us on there or they could give me a call directly at 306-631-5428. All righty. We'll take one more time out and be back. The Daily Commentaries next. Got a little story to tell you about a former city councillor sounding off on social media over the lack of available ice here in Moose Jaw this month. Stay tuned. Heartland at noon, CHAB. Prepare your pet for your return to work by talking to an animal care expert at your local pet value. We should get started on that trenching right away. Did you make a one call? I don't see any markings. I'm pretty sure I know where the pipeline is. Sorry, this is my farm and my family's safety, so pretty sure won't cut it. Let's get a locate, and then we can start. Safety is everyone's responsibility. The depth and location of a pipeline can vary, so any activity on a right-of-way can have serious consequences. Always contact the pipeline operator before crossing or excavating. Find your local one call at clickbeforeyoudig.com. A message from TC Energy. Moose Jaw Co-op is your one-stop summer shop. Whether you're hiding away in your backyard oasis, planning a family picnic in the park, or heading off to the lake, they have everything you need to make a good time an amazing time. Buns, meat, cool, refreshing beverages from their in-house liquor store, and so much more. Oh, wait, did you know that with every purchase, you earn equity and cash-back membership benefits? Be a part of something bigger and become a co-op member today. Come on in and get your summer going with a visit to your Moose Jaw Co-op. The headline on Discover Moose Jaw reads, Ice plants too expensive to run in summer, says city manager. I thought that might get some attention. Oh, it did. In fact, former city councillor Patrick Boyle shared the story on social media. He wrote, So almost every other community in this province has a rink open, but we can't. Do better, city of Moose Jaw. Boyle also pointed out, and I quote, $109 million in reserves, but we can't keep a rink open for kids to skate in advance of the hockey season. Makes sense, unquote. It is a fact there are many local families hitting the highways this month to get their kids on the ice in surrounding communities. Boyle's post sparked dozens of comments from local parents who would love to have the convenience of taking their little skaters to a local rink. Oh, and Boyle's stance also has a number of locals calling for him to run for mayor. That job is about to become available. I'm Rob Kearney.